0: church family, we are now reach, reaching toward the end of this book, and this is chapter 12, part 1 uh, of Nehemiah, chapter 12, and um, it's really cool to be able to reach, go through this entire book as it gives me personally a a, a You know, a fresh look at um, this book. I was familiar with it before, but to be able to go through it in this way allows me to kind of reinforce some of the things that is going on, and I hope that this is helpful to you as well in that way that uh, you can see uh, throughout this book and in in, in the same way every other book of Scripture that it can be encouraging, uh, edifying, and even convicting to us. Um, This short little book is... uh, is a, is a journal is in lot' a journal entry from Nehemiah. He wrote this as a way for people to remember, you know, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to remember God's faithfulness and how He's recon. He's not just rebuilding the. He didn't just help rebuild the wall for the Jews, but He helped reconstruct the people as well. That their devotion to the Lord increased as the wall was being remade. It's almost like the wall was a symbolic gesture, or a symbolism of what's going on in their own hearts. Now, as we get to this point, we are this week, this coming week is actually Thanksgiving, so as a way to celebrate the holidays, I figured um, we're just going to, I'll just do three parts instead of the usual four, Uh, that way uh, you could just spend the Thanksgiving with your family and suppose of listening to my voice. Uh, But holidays are like, uh, are important in the United States. Holidays are like any other symbol, it's designed for people to remember uh, and to um, help them uh, see a certain event or even a person as important and embodies, usually embodies some sort of value in society. Uh, for example, for Americans, we celebrate July 4th, we celebrate like Thanksgiving this week. Um, and, you know, for Christ- Christians, we celebrate things like Easter and Christmas. And all of these things are not just there arbitrari- arbitrarily, but they're there because they're supposed to help remind the people of something bigger than beyond them. Right. We have President's Day, supposed to make them think about all the presidents that we've had in the past and how grateful we should be that there are these great leaders that help uh, watch over uh, our nation. Um, and we understand in a small scale, not in terms of like a statewide thing but um, or nationwide, but we have even um, small scale things like in our own lives, things like marriage and birthdays and Valentine's Day, all of these things are important um, because they help us this will point to some greater reality or something that's bigger or to remind us of, of something more important than us. Um, and uh, yes, these uh, p- things were made by men and some would think that uh, these things are only there just so people can spend money. And though that's partially true, uh, I do think I am appreciative of some of the holidays that we have because it's, it's, really, to in, uh, it's really to help us uh, remember and honor a person or certain particular events nehemiah in this chapter does that just a quick reminder of this book the first two chapters it's on nehemiah journaling and writing about how he was moved by the lord to be able to go to uh, jerusalem and fix this you recall that uh, his brother told him to up gave him an update of what's going on he said this place is still on fire and is burning and uh, the walls are still broken and somehow this moved um, nehemiah and he prayed for four months uh to figure out how to uh you know this is the will of god and he eventually does um see that it was god's plan for him because the opportunity opened up in chapter 3 and 7 he's nehemiah and the and jews began building the wall and they even eventually finished building it and this was an endeavor that took about 52 days to do and which is again an amazing feat considering how um how big the project is and how little manpower there are but yet by uh, god's good hand and provision protection they're able to accomplish this nehemiah chapter 8 then uh, talks about how ezra taught them god's word and by teaching them god's word the people were moved to realize um, not only where they failed but how they fell they look back at um, history and seeing like how god was faithful and delivering them and provided for them but yet israel kept sinning and sinning and we said as in nehemiah 9 where there's this very long poem or uh, recount of all that, that God has done for them and um, all the, of Israel's sin as well. And at 10 to 11, Israel decides to populate the land and uh, you know, they, they want to commit their lives to being part of this new, uh, you know, rebuilt uh, capital of Judaism in a sense. And uh, now at chapter 12, um, we are at the point where they're dedicating it or de- they're dedicating this temple, or they're dedicating um, this wall, or in the soul city, to the Lord. Um, and as we look through this chapter, again, there's a, this is a chapter, again, with a lot of names, um, so I'm not gonna read each and every single one, but I'm just gonna summarize uh, some of the important elements of this chapter. And uh, as I go, I hope that you see that there's importance in worship, and that uh, sometimes when we think about worship, it should be—it's—it's um, it's sometimes more than just, um, just attending uh, a church service or attending a worship service. But there's something that we need to do, and in we'll, what uh, a, wor- a true worship uh, environment should be. Uh, but before we get to that proposition, let's go to chapter 12. Now these are the priests and the Levites who came up, uh, f- up with Zerubbabel the son of Shealtiel and Joshua, and Sarai, Jeremiah, and Ezra. And there's a list of names here, but you notice in this first verse here, uh, it's kind of be, it starts begin it starts listing kind of like the uh, history of all the in, all the priests. Uh, Jeshua is mentioned, and he uh, actually was the first generation of high priests at the time. And we jump down to verse twelve. You see, in the days of Jehoiakim, that's the second great high priest, and then jumping to t- verse twenty-two, you see the third great high priest show up in this, Elisheb elishab yeah as for the levites the heads of the father's household were registered in the days of elishab joadiah and johanna and judoia so were the priests in the reign of darius the priest, uh, the, they the persian um, again these are just showing us that um, all these priests that were involved in bringing the people back um, and the different Leaders and priests are put on this list um, because they, you know, they're trying to dedicate um, this wall. They're trying to um, uh, make the people remember how they're going to commit their life uh, to um, to the Lord. Uh, and you know, when we think of dedications, uh, we understand what that is too. Like when we do parent dedications, it's not really like the kid doing anything, but more like the people's responsibility to the kid, right? The parents, when they do parent dedication, they're saying that they are do their best to the best of their ability to raise their kids uh, with the fear and instruction of the Lord. And the church, when they uh, come alongside the parents, with well, they're agreeing, they're saying the same thing, that they'll help the parents uh, fulfill that task of uh, raising up the next generation of believers. This is what's going on here. It's not that the temple itself was that significant, though it is. Uh, what's more significant is the people's response to who God is. Uh, the people are supposed to see that uh, these people are saying that they want to be able to follow God and submit to God and, and obey God because they don't want to fall back into sin of the past. So all these priests are, are there first because you know, they're the intercessory people. There's a, um, if they're bad, if they're corrupted, then uh, the people will also be corrupted because um, you know, the priests are designed to teach them God's Word and, and it's supposed to help them intercede. And if they do not love God, if they have no desire to serve the Lord, then the people... Oh, will we'll probably uh, be the same way. Uh, verse 23, the sons of Levites, the heads of the father's household were registered in the books of Chronicles up to the days of Jehoshana, the son of Elishab. The heads of the Levites were Hashabiah, Sarabiah, and Jeshua, the son of Cadmiel, with their brothers opposite, to praise and give thanks as described by the, by David, the man of God, Division corresponding to division. Uh, jumping to 26, These these served in days of joy, came the son of Jeshua, the son of Josedach, in the days of Nehemiah, the governor, and of Ezra the priest and the scribe. So these priests, these chief Levites, these these priests are um, you know, celebrating accordance in, in accordance to what David has done. Um, verse 27, this is when they begin to dedica- make a dedication to the wall. Now at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought out... Uh, the Levites from all the places to bring them to Jerusalem so that they might celebrate the dedication with gladness, with hymns, and thanksgiving, and with songs to the accompaniments of cymbals, harps, and lyres. So the sons of the singers were assembled from the district around Jerusalem and from the village of Neho, Neho, Netophatites and Bethgelgag, and their fields of Gaba asmaniv, for the singers had built themselves villages around Jerusalem. The priests and the Levites purified themselves. They also purified the people, the gates and the wall. So why did they did list, list all that? You can see that how the priests, uh, they were there and they invited all of the people from the you know, singing abilities to come and worship with them. And, um, you know, the, before, but before they did that, they had to purify them. They did the whole ritual so that, you know, before they even entered the city that they, these people were right with God. Again, they had a high view of, of God's holiness, and even their own sinfulness, and that it produced in them a life of faithfulness. Um, from 31 to 43, um, it speaks just a lot about how uh, the different people were placed in different locations to sing, um, and which resulted in verse 30, on that day they offered great sacrifice and rejoice because God had given them great joy. Even the women and children rejoiced so that the joy rejoicing was heard from afar. So because of seeing because of how they saw God's faithfulness and in, um, in their life, they were moved again uh, to, to rejoice in the Lord. Um, and that's something that uh, we can be as well that we when we think about uh, serving and worshiping the Lord uh, on Sundays, it should be, we should always enter it with a sense of thankfulness um, because of how great God is and it, and it should be because we were moved by joy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. First 4:4 on that day men were, uh, also, pointed over the chambers uh, for the stores and contribution to first fruits and the tied to gather into them from the field of say, the portion acquired by the law for the priests and Levites. For Judah rejoiced over the priests and Levites who who served. So, this is again the, the people willing to give to the work of the priests, uh, and they rejoiced over it because they, they want to be able to continue to have these. Um, worship services with the Lord. They want to be able to commune with God. They want to be close to the Lord is what the idea is. Verse They for they performed a worship for their God in the service of purification together with the singers and the gatekeepers in accordance with the command of David and of his son Solomon. For in the days of David and Asaph in ancient times there were leaders of singers, songs of praise, and hymns of thanksgiving to God. So all Israel in the days of Zerubbabel and Nehemiah gave portions due to do the singers and the gatekeepers as such as they require, and so brought the consecrated portion for the priests and the Levites set apart the consecrated portion for the sons of Aaron. So, what is all this about? Uh, they're just having this huge celebration. They are uh, they are so grateful to what the Lord has done that all they could do is celebrate. Um, and this is not new. David and there's a reference here from David and Solomon. Both of them had um, you know amassed a huge uh, Parties mainly because of how faithful they are, and you know in David's cases when the Ark of the Covenant returned to Jerusalem, there was a huge party um, because in their eyes they see like now that they got the Ark back, it's like it's like a, almost like a symbolic gesture that God is now with them. And with Solomon, when he was at his prime, he offered so much sacrifice. So many animal sacrifices that um, he basically they were partying for a whole week. It says in um, First Kings that they eventually had to tell people, "Okay, you need to go home now," um, because you know they're so wealthy and they uh, and the Lord, which is so, has blessed them so much. And the Lord and Solomon made this huge party as a as a show of thanks to the Lord. And then they divided up the food between all the singers and uh, gatekeepers, and they gave some to the priests as well. So, what is the point of all of this? I think this week, especially these next two days, um, the following two days for leading into Thanksgiving, I want us to think about how ways we can be thankful to the Lord. How can we be thankful in, uh, as we worship the Lord? Um, we have our first service at the time of this recording. Hopefully nothing changes. Um, our first Sunday return is, is, is coming this coming week, and I hope that as we go to it, that we have two things that we enter in with. Um, and, I hope that when we go in, we have a heart of, uh, that desires God's will, which is another way of saying that we it should be centered around holiness. And the second, it should be centered around God's word. So when we enter uh, into time of worship again, and in-person worship, I mean, um, that we should uh, strive to be holy people as well as striving to uh, have our worships around the word of God. So we're going to look at that this week. And I hope that you guys... Uh, we'll apply this and think about how you could, um, you know, as you, even if you're not returning to Sunday in-person service, that in your own homes that you take um, God's word seriously, that you take Sunday seriously, and you take the listening and singing of God's word seriously. Uh, I hope this is helpful. Thanks for listening. Take care. Have a good day.